Welcome to Everyday Chant Srimad Bhagavatam class. Today we are fortunate to have His Grace Ramgiridhari Prabhuji from India. And Prabhuji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 15 and Verse 2. Prabhuji, please take over the call when you are ready. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for um, having me in this call. It is... Uh, It's a pleasure always to be in the association of uh, devotees and uh, the most the happiest thing is that you are all doing this service very very consistently and um, um, very cooperatively so I'm, uh, I'm very much indebted to uh, the Vaishnavas who are considering me part of the Sangha so before we start our reading we will just offer some invocation om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya narayanam namaskrityam naram jayva narottamam devim saraswatim vyasam tato jayamudirayet nashtaprayeshu abhadreshu nityam bhagavata sevayam bhagavati uttama shloke bhaktir bhavati naishtiki so we are going to read from the chapter 5 sorry chapter 15 of fifth canto text number 2 basically this chapter is the title the glories of the descendants of king priyavrata so maharaj uh, um priyavrata um it's a very interesting story in shrimad bhagavatam like prithu maharaj story king priyavrata story gives us uh, so many insights of the 10 subject matters of shrimad bhagavatam up till fifth chapter fifth canto of shrimad bhagavatam sukadev goswami is discussing about four of the 10 subject matters the 10 subject matters of shrimad bhagavatam are atra sargo visargascha sthanam poshanam utaya manvantare ishanukata nirodha muktirashraya in that sarga visarga sthanam these three subject matters are very elaborately discussed from the first to fifth canto from sixth canto onwards through canto number 9 Sukadev Goswami is going to discuss about Poshanam. Poshanam means how the Lord looks after, takes care of His dear devotees. That is why from 6th canto onwards we will discuss about Ajamila's story, Gajendra's pastime, Dhruva Maharaj's pastime, not Dhruva Maharaj, sorry, Pralad Maharaj's pastime. So, this Poshanam, this is just a prelude to that, the 5th canto. where 
Sukadeva Goswami wants to explain because in the previous um, chapter in Canto 5, Chapter 14, Jada Bharata and Rahuguna they have been discussing and Jada Bharata explained about the material world as the greatest forest for forest of enjoyment and the end of um, chapter 14 uh, very nicely it was concluded that how this material world is a place of suffering and misery it's a conclusion that uh, Maharaj Jada Bharata is giving to King Rahuguna even though in the body of a deer Maharaj Bharata did not forget the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So therefore when he was giving up the body of a deer, he loudly uttered a prayer and that prayer helped him eventually. The prayer was, I think you all would have discussed, that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is sacrifice personified. He gives the results of the ritualistic activity. He is the protector of religious systems, the personification of mystic yoga, the source of all knowledge, the controller of the entire creation, and the super soul in every living entity. He is beautiful and attractive. So, saying this, Bharata, Jada Bharata, who was in the body of a deer, says, I am quitting this body, offering obeisances unto him, and hoping that I may perpetually engage in the transcendental loving service. So this this is actually Jada Bharata personally shared his realization to Rahuguna and slowly hand held him and brought him forward in Krishna consciousness. So this particular chapter that we are discussing now, the chapter fifteen, is about the new episode. In this chapter, the descendants of Bharat Maharaja and many other kings are described. So, Maharaj Bharata's son name was Sumati, which is what the verse number 2 is all about. Tasmat Vridhashenayam Devatajin Nama Putra Bhavat. Translation from Sumati. A son named Devatajit was born by the womb of his wife named Vridhasena. The text number third, we will read a couple of texts because this is only about the genealogical uh, information. So, 5.15.3 Atasuryam Tattanayo Devadyumnas Tato Denu Matyam Sutaf Paramishti Tasya Swacharalayam Pratiha Upajitaha. Thereafter, in the womb of Asuri, the wife of Devatajit, a son named Devadyumna was begotten. Devadyumna begot in the womb of his wife, Denumati, a son named Parameshti. Parameshti begot a son named Pratiha in the womb of his wife. Suvarachala. Text number four. A Atma Vidyam Akyayam Swayam Samsuddho Mahapurusham 
ಮಹಾರಾಜ ಪ್ರತಿಹ ಡಿಟ್ ಸೋ and due to his direct realization of lord vishnu he propagated self realization and became a preacher a real preacher cannot be bogus he must first of all realize lord vishnu as he is as confirmed in bhagavad gita 4.34 upadekshantite gyanam gyanina tattva darshina one who has seen the truth can impart knowledge the word tattva darshi refers to one who has perfectly realized the supreme personality of god such a person can become a guru and propound vaishnava philosophy all over the world the paragon of bona fide preachers and gurus is king pratiha om ajnana timirandasya jnananjana shalakaya ಚಕ್ಷುರನ್ ಮಿಲಿತೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ನಮಂ ವಿಷ್ಣುಪೃಷ್ಟೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮತೆ ಭಕ್ತಿವೇದಾಂತಸ್ವಾಮಿನೇ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸರಸ್ವತೀದೇ ಗೌರವಾಣೀ ಪ್ರಚಾರಿಣೆ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷಾಶೂನ್ಯವಾದಿ ಪಾಶ್ಚತ್ಯಾಶತಾರಿಣೆ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭೂನಿತ್ಯನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧರ್ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸದಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಸೌ it's very interesting that the vedic civilization or the pre modern era had a very interesting lineage and we have examples of how both righteous people as well as notorious people how they were treated dealt with by the society it is not that in the previous ages pre modern era that there were not people who were breaking principles or trying to do something notorious that they were definitely doing something wrong but they were dealt by some significant initiative of brahmanas and authorities the authorities duties 
were very well known, understood and applied that they did not require any additional authentication. They were very functioning in a self-reliable manner. In the case of Vena, Vena was enthroned by some sets of Brahmanas who were in the authoritative position. But unfortunately, this Vena, who is the predecessor of Maharaj Prithu, turned out to be a rascal. Turned out to be a person who was performing bad as well as uh, abominable activities. That the same Brahmanas who enthroned him actually killed him. And installed Maharaja Prithu as a successor. In that context, we can understand how in the Vedic civilization, systems, principles and processes were very well existing, were very well abided, followed and very well propagated. So, after Bharat Maharaja's episode. Now the Priyavrita's episode is to be explained by Sukadeva Goswami. And this is not the first time Sukadeva Goswami is mentioning in Srinath Bhagavatam that before he gets into the actual context, he gives the background of where they have come from, who their, who their forefathers are, how this whole uh, uh, new sets of Raja, they were all uh, uh, empowered or they were all given the position that they behold. So Priyavrata's past or Priyavrata's uh, predecessors lineage is now explained by Sukadeva Goswami. He said, from Bharat Maharaj's son, Sumati, from Sumati to Devatajit, and eventually Parameshti, Devadhyumna, and Pratiha, that line was explained. And you all, you'll all see in the future, till Priyavrata who are all the next set of kings and their own glories. But today, we will use this purport that Srila Prabhupada has given for the shloka number 4 of 15th chapter and try to learn some lessons. I have four lessons to share as a part of this particular context. Number one, King Pratiha personally propagated the principles of self-realization. In this line, the word personally propagated is very significant. Prabhupada always explains Rajar Doshe Rajya Nashta Ginni Doshe Grihastha Nashta. He says, 
in a society, in a civilization, if the king is amoral, if, sorry, the king is immoral, if the king is not following righteousness, principles of the uh, kings, then the entire civilization, the entire habitat, the entire praja, rajya nashta, ginni doshe, grisastha nashta, Ginni refers to the housewife, the grihini. So Prabhupada mentions Ginni Doshe, Grihastanashta, a person who is supposed to lead the house by her values and virtues. If she is of a bad character, then the family values are gone. So Prabhupada mentions that it is the duty of the leader to lead by example, not remain a bogus. So, in the purport, Prabhupada writes, Raja Pratiha had direct realization of Lord Vishnu and he propagated self-realization and became a preacher. So, my first reflection is about taking responsibilities at our own level and trying to apply Krishna Consciousness within ourselves. Experience the realization by the virtue of practicing applying Krishna Consciousness and share the experience with others. This is the way our Acharyas have expected us to preach. Our Acharyas have never wanted us we just be a Bolta Popet. Bolta Popet matlab, just a parrot which simply repeats what the parrot is taught. Without understanding the context and purpose, just repeating the words may have some sukriti, may give us some sukriti, but definitely this is not going to take us anywhere further. So, the reflection here is whilst each and every one of us, we have some conditional as well as constitutional responsibilities. We need to understand our responsibility and follow righteousness so that our dependents are righteous. So this has been personally executed and this is not something that can be outsourced or given up to someone else. So from that standpoint, our first and foremost duty is, even though it is explained about the king, but we, especially Grahasthas, within our own family, within our own community, within our own society, within our own uh, uh, neighbors, we may have a profile or a position. So we need to make sure that we will have to dovetail all the resources that I have so that I can be righteous, set an example and eventually become a preacher. So this is my first reflection which means Acharanam then Pracharam. Acharana means 
application of what philosophical understanding one have it is very easy to teach krishna consciousness but it is very difficult to apply what is being taught it is very easy in one sense to present krishna consciousness ideologies but it is very difficult for us to live and subscribe to those ideologies so extremely uh, uh, clear statement by shri prabhupada and bhakti siddhant saraswati maharaj in this context is in this context is that oh my dear mind please ensure please note that you have to make you have to uh, understand the purpose of this human form of life and not try to digress there is a book called vaishnava ke in that bhakti siddhant saraswati maharaj is very nicely writing and asking questions to one's mind because a person can be a let loose character and try to use his external situation in his favor even to an extent of utilizing krishna consciousness for material gains so that is why prabhupada writes in this purport a real preacher cannot be bogus one cannot become a dhongi baba a dong it is a fake and a bogus person and they will not only um, affect they not only uh, spoil their own devotional life they spoil everyone else's devotional life so from that standpoint it is extremely important for us to recognize what is my responsibility what is my duty where am i accountable and try to perform that function clearly correctly and with complete um, understanding that i am servant this is a very uh, uh, clear cut task that we are all given because many a times we have misunderstood that when an instruction is given an instruction is applied in a very amateurish manner for example an instruction is given saying yare deka tara kaha krishna upadesh wherever whomever you meet you please give them the power of the holy name then a person starts to think that i am supposed to preach but that statement of preaching has got a very interesting underlying prerequisites which is what prabhupada is explaining what are the prerequisites number 1 i cannot be bogus number 2 i must realize the supreme lord and number 3 that i have to have gnaninas tatva darshana prabhupada writes he says tatva darshi means one who has perfectly realized the supreme personality of god and he say eventually says such a person uh, can become guru and propound vaishnava philosophy all over the world vacho vegam manasa akrodha vegam jihva vegam utara upastha vegam etan vegan jo vishahet dhirah sarvan api mam prithvim sa shishya so such a person can actually have disciples all over the world who has control over his urges so our first reflection is pretty clear 
and very rock solid one wherein we have to first personally demonstrate our commitment before we expect expect others to take up the commitment the second reflection is about that as prabhupada explains in the in the purport the div, the word anushasmara is very significant god consciousness is not imaginary or concocted so one of the significant contributions of shla prabhupad and his successors is to present the knowledge to the society at large as it is rather than with any adulteration so god consciousness is not imaginary or concocted mean one cannot cook up his own or his or her own story to the extent that we try to eventually be an apasampradaya so here the part of sampradaya comes in so what is the first part first part is swadhyaya second part is sampradaya of course you have to swadhyay from a sampradaya but from the sequence of understanding and reflections perspective we are saying that one has to first practice krishna consciousness and one has to stay in krishna consciousness within the sampradaya we have seen several instances where one may have taken up krishna consciousness from a sampradaya but in the due course of their functioning they may get digressed because their agenda is changed and eventually become an apasampradayi bhaktivinod thakur has traveled around entire eastern india and came up with a list of close to 1920 i may be wrong in terms of number 20 different sects of apasampradayis who look like devotees who dress like devotees who talk like devotees but they are not devotees at all there is a devotee there is to be a devotee by name um suhotra swami the disciple of shri prabhupada few years before he passed away he has compiled a book called apasampradaya in fact uh, during the lockdown we had uh, uh, conducted an entire series on sampradaya and apasampradaya is available on youtube for anyone who wants to check so the point is the second point is shri prabhupada mentions god consciousness cannot be concocted or imaginary so whenever shri prabhupada presented the science of krishna consciousness he took utmost care that it is in line with the predecessor acharyas and several references he has brought in to check nana shastra vicharanaika nipunau sadharma samstapakau right from goswami still our contemporaries 
they are then one thing substantially clear and confident which is about scrutinizingly and clearly without any deviation presenting krishna consciousness this is a very subtle point if i can say this in this forum there is definitely a fear that within is con there are episodes and experiences where we are trying to bring in some sort of an adulteration some sort of an apasampradayi view point some sort of a disturbance just because we are logically thinking and not thinking beyond logic so from that standpoint it is impo- imperative that each and every one of us need to learn to follow sampradaya in a very systematic and a serious manner so in the process of me doing swadhyaya with sampradaya which will make me a bona fide spiritual practitioner and with that bona fide practice i am able to deliver myself i am also able to deliver my dependents so sampradaya it is extremely important if it is not part of sampradaya they are supposed to be simply rejected sampradaya vihina if somebody is not practicing uh, any activities which is not recommended in a sampradaya they are not supposed to be subscribed even though they are apparently looking great nowadays there are so many so called uh, spiritual leaders and gurus and uh, movements and they have their own followers but unfortunately they don't have any valid or a strong sampradaya backing them so naturally their teachings also have some challenges and eventually they are confusing the masses so that's my second reflection and this reflection second reflection i want to insist to say that there is a very thin line of difference between krishna consciousness and krishna conscious look alike krishna conscious look alike meaning it may look like krishna consciousness but practically in terms of the day to day activities and observation it is not all krishna consciousness bhakti siddhanta saraswati maharaj he writes a very interesting essay in that he says that he refers to a statement from krishnadas kaviraj goswami the statement he is making is that there is a creeper which is next to bhakti lata so bhakti creeper and the weed next to it they both look alike but if a person is does not have the necessary skills to differentiate between the original and look alike may get carried away by the look alike thinking they are original and it is extremely important that one should take shelter of a living 
bonafide spiritual authority with, with whose help we can simply be able to recognize and identify the original versus look alike so this is a very clear cut mandate what are the mandates three points number 1 i need to have a living bona fide devotee point number 2 i need to have surrender and submission to such a prabhu or mata ji number 3 in that combination i need to learn to very confidently boldly go within my heart dissect my heart and identify what is look alike and what is the original sincerity that i have in my krishna consciousness by doing this exercise we will save several iterations and several future debacles in bhakti journey so the conclusion of second reflection is sampradaya we need to definitely not you know uh, put us outside of the sampradaya group now comes the third reflection the third reflection is about upadekshantite gyanam gyaninas tatva darshina one who has seen the truth can impart the knowledge so prabhupada has given a very clear cut mandate that one cannot preach unless one who has seen the truth now the question is have i seen the truth have i got the self realization that is expected of me so am i am i allowed to speak or not speak so when we read such purports <laughs> we really you have to ask some fundamental questions there is a purport from the first canto either first chapter or second chapter in one of the purports shri prabhupada mentions one has to learn the six systems of vedic philosophy as well as its explanations epistemology ontology and few other understandings on how things are you know uh, organized and without an understanding one is not even eligible enough to sit in a vyasasana so like that prabhupada has made several statements and these statements need to be understood applied imbibed from a very 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 clear and correct perspective if somebody says that oh prabhupada is discouraging us to preach how can i be in that position i cannot do uh, you know justice to this so rather i would give up the preaching that is not what prabhupada is saying prabhupada is saying is those who are sitting on the vyasasan representing the very bona fide parampara they have a higher responsibility so my third reflection here is that whilst i am focusing on my swadhyaya while i am focusing on my sampradaya where i am subscribing to and to focus on my shraddha because the shraddha or accountability and responsibility is very important today morning we were discussing in a uh, you know in a small group of devotees where we discussed how shraddha and swabhava or something two things that needs to go hand in hand so when somebody's shraddha and swabhava both are 
in a transcendental state he is called goswami i repeat if a person's shraddha and swabhava is in a transcendental state he is called goswami when a person's shraddha is superlative but swabhava is in the uh, in a maturing state it is not yet fully matured it is in a maturing state uh, so that person is classified as a sincere and serious practitioner pure devotee there is a third category which is shraddha is strong and swabhava is not even there that person is classified as a vaidhi sadhana bhakti where he has started his rules and regulation nicely but his swabhava his consciousness his behavior has not fully changed and the fourth stage is once shraddha is also developing then he is called kanishta bhakta so this shraddha and swabhava combination is something that helps us in making us really responsible and accountable to an extent that we do not want to do things which is not spiritually correct which is not approved of so when a real preacher has to preach without having proper consciousness as explained by shla prabhupad if he is not a tattva darshi what he will do what will he do he may lament lament and try to prepare himself but he will still preach simply by repeating being a menial servant to one's spiritual master so a person may not be able to preach directly but can definitely participate assist the spiritual authorities the spiritual master in the preaching mission to an extent that he will completely repeat what the spiritual master has told and participate in krishna consciousness so the bottom line is as bhakti siddhant saraswati maharaj used to say one cannot bind an enthusiastic devotee into four walls because his enthusiasm is so intense that he will figure out ways and means to glorify and serve the supreme lord so our enthusiasm needs to be constantly checked and our enthusiasm is proportionate to our shraddha and our swabhava is proportionate to our shraddha and from that standpoint it is important that how much are we uh, ready to apply our intelligence apply our upbringing apply our good surroundings in our practicing of krishna consciousness so the first reflection was about swadhyaya the second reflection what up was about sampradaya the third reflection is about shraddha and swadhyaya sorry uh, um, swabhava so shraddha and swabhava go hand in hand as much as i have shraddha i would definitely build my uh, 
uh, working system, my thinking system, my walking system, my talking system in such a capacity that my swabhava also changes. Our swabhava has to change in a sense. Our current swabhava in this manushya sharir, in this human form of life, is conditioned state where I try to think around sense gratificatory propensities. And using our shraddha, using our sense of accountability and responsibility, one needs to change this and fix one's swabhava. That is why if you are not yet realized the Supreme Lord, you can, you can still help in the preaching mission by repeating the words of Shla Prabhupada and Dacharya. Shla Prabhupada mentioned how a devotee in the Sankirtan mission should be preaching. Shla Prabhupada said that one should learn to simply repeat the words of the spiritual master with utmost faith which means utmost Shraddha, that they are the Sammam and Bonam. There are two, three episodes which are very interesting. I'll share a couple of them. Once there was a court case in New York, and they all came to Shla Prabhupada and said that Shla Prabhupada, there's a court case against us, uh, challenging our principles and challenging our practices and challenging our ideologies. So Prabhupada actually suggested that you should go and fight this case uh, using first candle of Srimad Bhagavatam as the basis and try to present our views, our philosophical you know, understanding and our you know, spiritual statuses. And interestingly, devotees did that and they won the case. So the idea is that when we uh, learn to apply what Shla Prabhupada has encouraged and suggested, we get to see the result of it. So, this uh, science of Krishna consciousness, even though it is not meant for anyone and everyone, it is by the blessings of a self-realized soul. This science is brought down till the level of sense gratifiers and slowly, gradually, incrementally, they are brought into Krishna consciousness just by repeating, participating in the project given by our spiritual master and spiritual authorities. So I would like to conclude my third reflection where it is Shraddha and Swabhava. One has to definitely uh, uh, definitely you know, show the sign of loyalty, show the sign of attachment, show the sign of sincerity uh, of you know uh, Swadhyaya and Sampradaya. My last reflection which is from this um, shloka where um, the net prayojana if somebody has been doing swadhyaya if somebody has been doing uh, preaching from a sampradaya if somebody is having enough shraddha and swabhava what is the natural outcome the natural outcome is as explained in the, in the translation that not only was he purified but he became a great devotee of the Supreme Person, Lord Vishnu, and directly realized him. So, the fourth stage is, or the fourth reflection is, by we practicing the science of Krishna consciousness, as explained, uh, the prayojana is, Krishna chooses to reveal himself to us. Krishna chooses 
to consider our heart as resting place for him and krishna chooses to empower us for other future projects so shrabhad mentions such a person can become a guru and propound vaishnava philosophy all over the world the paragon of bona fide preachers and guru is king pratiha so the fourth reflection here is by we performing these all activities that are explained so far we will be able to definitely deliver ourselves but not only deliver ourselves we will become very dear to krishna in the first canto sorry first chapter of nectar of devotion shrupa goswami writes shrupa goswami writes six characteristic features of pure devotional service and in the six characteristic features one of the feature that rupa goswami explains is this krishna consciousness pure devotional services krishna akarani krishna akarani means that which attracts krishna that which draw krishna that which entices krishna that which infuses krishna that krishna is naturally pulled into it yesterday night we were discussing in shrimad bhagavatam in that we were discussing how many times we get to hear people saying that there are no self realized devotees available anymore after prabhupada prabhupada was a self realized soul after that we don't get to see you know many sadhu and sant so in that context uh, we were discussing once krishna and arjuna were speaking krishna was explaining to arjuna the power of sadhu sangha and krishna was telling arjuna my dear arjuna if you think this world is functioning on its own if if you think that it's because of my power things are functioning that is wrong the world is functioning the sun is rising the moon is coming the seasons are changing it is because of the existence of pure devotees in this world and after saying this krishna is telling arjuna what is speak of all of them even i am existing because of my devotee the reason i am saying this is that the process of swadhyaya sampradaya shraddha and swabhava will definitely lead us bring us very very close to the supreme lord where the supreme lord is pleased with us krishna gets attracted to us pure devotional services bestowed upon us jnana and vairagya become made servant to such a person and the goal of life the purpose of this krishna consciousness movement is to create goswamis is to create several uh, self realized souls the purpose of this krishna consciousness movement is to deliver humanity at large from the evil effects of kaliyuga and place them in the lotus feet of the supreme lord and that is made possible and that is you know uh, fully doable uh, when we function in a manner that the lord is attracted towards us tomara hridaya sada govinda vishram govinda kohena mora vaishnava paran so vaishnava resides in our heart 
I mean, Vaishnava resides in Krishna's heart and Krishna resides in Vaishnava's heart and try to guide, direct and eventually become companion. Upadrishta Anumantacha Bharta Bhokta Maheshwaraha Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita 13th chapter or some other chapter I come right. He says, Upadrishta Anumantacha I am the witnessy and I am the sanctioner. So I witness every action of my friend, the Jivatma, with whom I am an eternal companion. And this Jivatma, whatever action he does, I am the witness. And I am also the one who sanctions. Anumantacha. Anumati means sanction. Bharta, Bhukta, Maheshwara. He says, I am his friend, I am the ultimate enjoyer, I am the lord of the universe. The lord is saying this to Arjuna in 13th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. So the bottom line is that to be pleased by the lord, the lord gets pleased at the success of our Krishna consciousness. If the whole world is pleased, but the lord and his pure devotees are not pleased, what is the value of that pleased? The whole world is not pleased, but the Supreme Lord and His dear servants are pleased. What is wrong in being in such a category? So in either way, we are not at the losing end. So from that perspective, uh, we will buckle up, practice Krishna consciousness in such a manner that we try to attract the Lord's attention and bring in a smile in His face. As Prabhupada used to naturally say, our own success in Krishna consciousness depends upon how much we are able to bring in the smile in the face of our spiritual authorities. So, the fourth reflection hence is as a prayojana, one should definitely, you know, um, work in a manner, come closer and work in a manner wherein Krishna gets attracted to us. Krishna gets pleased with us. And you are able to inspire others to take up Krishna consciousness. So I would like to stop here. We discussed the four sets of reflection. First reflection was on Swadhyaya. Second reflection is about Sampradaya. Third reflection it was about Shraddha. And Swabhava. Fourth reflection is about how one should sincerely and one should seriously work towards attracting the Supreme Lord that the Supreme Lord turns towards him, the spiritual master turns towards him and award him pure Krishna Prem. Thank you so much. Grantara Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. If there are any questions, comments, reflections, we can take it up. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Bhuji, Dandad Pranam. Wonderful, wonderful nectar in the morning. We are so fortunate to have your classes regularly and bathe in the, such a nectarian uh, uh, information and Bhagavad Gita knowledge. You wonderfully explained the Prabhuji with the help of Swadhyaya and uh, Sampradaya, how we can develop our Shraddha and Sobhav. Wonderfully you connected and explained so nicely. Uh, Duties can go ahead with the comments or questions. Thank you so much, Prabhu. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.
Okay, anybody has any questions, comments, reflections, critics? Uh, free to exchange. Thank you, Prabhuji, for uh, please accept my humble obeisances on Guru Shri Guru Maharaj. Thank you for your nectarian and uh, you know enlightening class, which is really uh, inspiring us every day, as always. While Hare Krishna Prabhuji, while devotees are working on the comments, can I ask a question, Prabhuji? Sure, sure, go ahead, Yes. Prabhuji, one of the points uh, we discussed is like, we should not preach Jare Deko Tare Koho Krishna Upadesh unless one realizes the Sri Krishna or the Tatwa, Tatwa Darshi. So well, I would like to get a little bit more uh, on that. Realize means like what exactly mean, bro? Like what we can understand. Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati Maharaj explains that before you preach to someone else, you lock yourself up in your room, stand in front of the mirror and preach to yourself. This is Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati Maharaj's direct statement. I'm just paraphrasing. So, my understanding is that um, um, for us to go out and claim ourselves to be a preacher, we need this uh, proper realization, reflection and proper spiritual positioning. Till that point in time is not achieved, we can still be part of the preaching mission by A. Supporting a preaching cause B. By supporting a preacher for his service see just be a student who can repeat what you have heard and listened even though it may have its own conditioning the Prabhupada says how much ever Shraddha that a person has developed if he is sincere and presenting about Krishna he will be able to attract the other person into Krishna consciousness for example in terms of technical understanding, the Brahmana in South India temple, Srirangam, he was not educated. He was not understanding the procedures even to, you know, perform some service. But he had a very inter- interesting emotions attached to his devotion. So he was sitting and crying, holding Bhagavad Gita in his hand. Everybody were looking at him, laughing at him, mocking at him. But Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he saw him and asked him, Why are you crying? Then that person said, That I am crying because I heard from a spiritual master my, how Krishna is called Bhakta Vatsala. Here, I do not know to read, but when I see Krishna riding chariot to carry his own devotee, uh, my heart melts. How great the Lord must be to serve His own dear devotees. How much love should have had for His own dear devotees. So my understanding is that if you have a right mood and consciousness and if you are properly situated, then Krishna gets attracted. So we may not have the necessary technical qualification, but if our attitude and the intention 
with which we are supposed to perform devotional service if they are in place you will be recognized by the lord another point is if we are not yet officially recognized by the lord he can always take the position of a humble menial servant and assist in the preaching cause either as a speaker repeating what your predecessor acharyas have given i was told this story one time shri prabhupad was in a temple he couldn't uh, he was scheduled to give a class but he was unwell he couldn't give the class and they had he had asked no let hridayananda maharaj give the class i heard this story mm-hmm. long long time back mm-hmm. so at that uh, time hridayananda maharaj knew that shri prabhupad was in the temple so he was um, um he was not sure how he can speak and prabhupad was around but then everybody um, uh insisted and because there was this instruction by shri prabhupad so in those days i'm not sure uh, you know how many of you know this there used to be a product called walkman with the tape recorder cassettes that is how they recorded shri prabhupad's lectures so hridayananda maharaj you know had a tape of shri prabhupad he had a headphone connected to himself he wrapped his head with the gamcha or with this uh, you know uttariya chadar and he had his hand on the pause button <laughs> so he played one line of shri prabhupad he repeated that line he played another line of prabhupad he repeated the line he played the third line and repeated that line and the class was given and shri prabhupad was living in the same place and <laughs> finally prabhupad said he gave a good class So, yeah. the, uh, uh, so the <laughs> point is that uh, uh, sometimes, if we are not, one devotee told me, Madhavananda Prabhu told me this, that many times uh, our classes are appreciated, but we need to internally remember that these are all the points or contents, they don't belong to us, they belong to our seniors, or the Gurudev, and the predecessor Acharyas, whose words we are just repeating. so even though the qualification wise as explained in this verse is not there with us we are still classified as the students enrolled in that program we are students of pure devotion service in one sense we are classified as pure devotees because we are subscribing to the process of pure devotees we will definitely get there and in that perspective swadhyaya and sampradaya with shraddha and swabhava will help us to reach the stage of attracting the supreme lord am i making sense prabhu yes prabhu yes wonderful yes thank you thank you so much thank i you. like that yeah what was the prabhu ji um, uh, maharaj sami's name who uh, played that hridayananda maharaj hridayananda maharaj yeah so wonderful i mean i may have some details missed out but this is what i you know remember but uh, the story is uh, that i personally heard from gauranga prabhu long long time before so nice any other questions yeah. or comments okay so probably um, we can end the session here since there are no questions